Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. I'm the founder of the Dream Business Mastermind and the creator of the Dream Business Mastermind and creating and Dream Business Academy and the Dream Business Radio. Wow, I wish I could do that over again. <laughs> That's what happens when you're live. I'm the founder of the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, creator of Dream Business Academy and host of Dream Business Radio. Boy, did that sound better. Welcome to week number four of my Dream Business Summer of Success series. Now, throughout this summer, I'm coming to you every Tuesday afternoon for a special series of live trainings, all designed to help you grow your dream business so you too can live your dream lifestyle. Now, on week one, we talked about money mindset, a huge factor that holds people back or makes them move forward if you fix it. In week two, we talked about perfectionism and overcoming the fear of criticism. Last week in session three, I talked about price elasticity, how to actually charge higher profits in your business. And this week, I'm going to share my thoughts on one of, I think it's kind of one of the biggest speed bumps or obstacles to getting more stuff done. It's kind of a progress buster that affects a lot of entrepreneurs. It's called shiny object syndrome. Now, listen, all of these trainings, despite my, um, less than perfect delivery, right? Well, we talked about perfectionism. Don't worry about that. But they're all content rich, 100% based in fact and personal experience. Based on my 20 years experience as an entrepreneur, I promise I'm not going to waste your time with any silly talk, happy talk, ridiculous pie in the sky, sit under the tree and vibrate your way to success. That kind of stuff is, you know what, malarkey. <laughs> It'd be a lot of fun if that happened, but that's just not reality. So if you enjoy also this kind of training and and uh, you want to learn more from me and you want to create multiple um, streams of revenue, learn from somebody who's created multiple successful businesses. You can get more of my training for free. Just get all my books. All my books are free in digital format on Kindle uh, at Barnes and Noble as Nook Books. And you can also get them, download them right on your iPhone, right on your iPhone or your iPad or whatever as uh, Kindle Books. No, actually on the iPhone, it would be iBooks. <laughs> this is a name for everything, but they're all free. I haven't checked in a couple of weeks, but I am over 20,000 books downloaded, which astounds me. I didn't know 20,000 people knew who I was. So also, if you want to get a massive accelerator with me, check out my VIP private masterclass, which is uh, how to sell from the stage like a pro, but it begins with a full day private consult followed up with three months of intensive um, personal one-on-one -on -one coaching with me. You can get more information on that at howtosellfromthestage.com, howtosellfromthestage.com. Someone asked me, in fact, two people have now asked me, do we have to focus on how to sell from the stage? We don't. It's a really good strategy to learn. But if you, if this was a type of um, coaching and or mentorship you're interested in, instead of the usual year-long thing, like compress it all down, this would be something to check it out. Go to howtosellfromthestage.com. How you spend your time with me is completely up to you. <laughs> all right, let's talk about shiny object syndrome. This is a um, it's kind of a fancy name given to the endless array of distractions that prevent entrepreneurs 
from remaining hyper-focused, hyper-productive, and ultimately building their dream businesses. Shiny object syndrome is, it's that one idea or that thing, that partnership, that new JV, it's always kind of circling out here on our peripheral vision, okay? And um, it, and once in a while, it's going to catch our attention if you're not head down, like I say, hyper-focused, and it's going to slow you up. As we go about our days as entrepreneurs, uh, a shiny object will often linger off, and sometimes it'll jet right in front of your face. You go, what the hell was that? Hey, cool. And it seems like when you see it, it comes across as a new and maybe a great thing. Maybe it's the one thing. You know that question about, oh, what's the one thing? What's the one thing that you think? And um, got a comment there. Thank you so much, Bill Warren. That's awful nice of you. And uh, we also have Adam Homie joining us. Thank you very much, gentlemen. And uh, let's turn off Adam there and let me go back to concentrating. I don't know how people do this, man. I have a hard enough time staying on my, my mental track. But as we go about our days, these shiny objects, they lift us right off of our hyper focus. And unless you're very skilled in how to handle the very, very wide array of shiny objects, their primary goal is actually to get you to say, oh, that's really cool. I should do that, right? That's the goal of a shiny object. And, and that is all marketing, by the way. I'll touch on that in a second. When entrepreneurs succumb to the shiny object syndrome, they lose their focus and they lose being as productive as possible. And, you know, basically they lose their concentration and they should not lose sight of the purpose and reason they started doing what they're doing in the first place. Now, the fact is most entrepreneurs do suffer from shiny object syndrome. It can be worse during times when you might feel like maybe you need a quick hit of cash, like your business is going good. Maybe you go into a little peak or valley, maybe during the pandemic, or maybe your business is seasonal, you hit a hit of cash and something seems very attractive. That's when I think you're a little more vulnerable. Again, if you're not, if you don't steal yourself to, to how to beat it. Maybe you find yourself bored or restless, hoping that that thing you see, that shiny object is the latest sure thing that will come along and either save or re-energize your business. I've actually said to um, quite a few of my dream business mastermind clients over the years that I see shiny object creeping in or it already crept in. Then they tell me, I said, you should clear everything with me before you say yes. <laughs> if you're going to invest in anything from this day forward, just ask my opinion about it and I, I will set you straight about it. And I think that's one of the ways that, by the way, a coach can be very, very effective. Not only can a coach help you grow, right, your business, but a coach can also be very effective by saving you thousands of dollars from wasted on uh, shiny objects, right? So anyway, let me put on my, my very unprofessional therapist hat and mention a few more things about shiny object. And I know it's fun to talk about, and it's fun to talk about the new things, the new ideas, new marketing strategies, uh, perhaps commiserate with other entrepreneurs. But at the very heart of allowing yourself to become distracted is this. This is the Jim uh, diagnosis here. You're either bored with what you're doing or you don't have a strong enough belief that what you're currently working on and what you're currently focused on is going to produce results, right? So many things that we do, like we got the regular things day in, day out. I happen to believe hard charge and hard drive and entrepreneurs can handle maybe one or two, maybe three at the most major goals commit, you know, that you're going to do in a year or the sum may come out, you know, this will come out this quarter, this will come out fourth quarter, whatever. Two or three major goals, I believe, is about all you can handle, especially when, when you're an ongoing business owner, right? So 
there's such a powerful thing in the world of small business. And you'll often see very uh, skilled marketers use phrases like simply do this or all you have to do is this or you may have heard, I was struggling for years, and then I discovered this thing that was right under my nose all along. I couldn't believe how simple it is. And now look at all my jets and my private homes, right? <laughs> I mean, I hope if you're watching this, you're way beyond that kind of um, marketing tactic. But in all seriousness, this type of language, this type of marketing, which is how shiny objects come to be in the first place, is designed for those people who are either hurting or they're in search of a quick fix to help their slow business. I also believe shiny object syndrome, again, it's, it's just a fancy name for time wasters and progress killers. That's ultimately what most of them are. So I wanna share with you um, what I call my dream business progress filter, because everything you're gonna do as it relates to shiny object syndrome, you have to run through this three-stage filter. I'm gonna suggest very strongly that you do. So when you see, here comes the filter, let me take a drink. When you see a shiny object, hey, Bill or Adam or Jim or whoever else is watching, I got this great idea. I've got this big audience. They love what you do. I think you'd be a great fit. Let's put together a webinar. Let's do this. Why don't you share some of your stuff? I'll share some of mine. We'll split the whole thing. Even the things that ultimately sound very, very easy, they take something that very few of us have. It's called bandwidth. I believe most people are hard driving and you ultimately can't handle too much more without something else suffering, right? So when you see or hear or are presented with a new idea or a JV, maybe it's a new funnel or a marketing strategy, I want you to ask yourself these three questions. Here comes the funnel. You might want to write this down. Boom. Here's shiny object. It presents itself. Will this new idea move me closer to the one, two, or three goals that I've already committed to, or will it prove to be a distraction? Will this new idea move me closer to the one, two, or three goals I've already committed to, or will it be a distraction? Very important when you're answering question number one, to be honest with yourself, very important to go with your, your, your fastest and most honest gut reaction, your gut spirit, gut, whatever, intuition, whatever you want to call it, your gut is almost always right. So your gut happens first. You say, mm, I'm not sure that's a good idea. But if you don't go with that a few seconds later, what happens? You start moving up your heart and then your head kick in and your your heart, and your head wish it was true. Oh, God, I, I don't ignore those red flags. I know so many people who have made gazillion dollars with funnels. I know so many people who do JVs. I got pitched two JVs yesterday. Promises of big affiliate income. I've never done an affiliate program in my 20 years. I don't believe in it. There's a whole reason for that. I won't share it now, but I don't believe that. There's no, there's no shortage of opportunities, but they would absolutely take me off my game. It would present me in a different light to the people that have been following me for 20 years. So I say, no, my initial gut is always, always correct. That's number one. Number two, ask yourself, do I know and trust the person or company who is offering this new WizBank solution to the nth degree. Nothing is ever as easy or as fast as promised. And I'm telling you, if you tie yourself to someone as a JV partner, or if you promote somebody as an affiliate and things go wrong on the back end, believe me, that stink is going to be all over you. All right. You want to think about that. This could work, but it may not work. How well do I know this person? 
well, I've heard of them. They seem to be doing well. Every time I turn on Facebook, they're in front of a, a new home or a new jet or this, that, or the other thing. I see everybody promoting them. That's no reason to do that. If you don't have firsthand knowledge that they're like totally upstanding, what's their return rate? How? I mean, you got to do a lot, a lot of uh, investigation before you tie yourself to someone because the fact that you put out one email or you endorse anything is saying, hey, you can take my word for it. You can trust me. This is good. That's how the people following you and learning from you, being mentored by you, that's how they take that endorsement. So be very, very careful. So number one, if I say yes to this, is it going to move me closer and faster to the one, two or three goals I've already set up or will it prove to be a distraction? gut choice first. Number two, do I know and trust this person to the nth degree before I even want to get associated with them, right? Because their bad reputation is going to be all over your business, all right? The final step in, in my dream business, three-step shiny object syndrome filter, very short name. <laughs> and this is a big one. If I say yes to this shiny object, listen to me, if I say yes and move forward with this shiny object or opportunity, whatever you're going to call it, what am I prepared to say no to in order to make room and do it justice? Again, you're busy. I, I, that's the whole reason for this number three, right? Every entrepreneur that I know that's doing anything or having any kind of success is already kind of balls to the wall busy. Are we not? We wake up early. We think business. I mean, most entrepreneurs and small business owners are busy, busy, busy. There's not a lot of free time. And if you think this is only going to be an email or two, or it's going to be this other thing, the fact that you're going to think about, hey, did that go out? I wonder how it's going. Oh, I see a couple of complaints. If you take any mental processing time that you could be moving those goals forward, that's going to help you build your business and you focus on this, that's a bad thing. So it's really, really important saying yes to this. If you're going to, in fact, do that, you have to say, what am I prepared to say no to? Now, listen, maybe, I mean, on the rare, rarest of opportunities, you may come up with an opportunity that looks really good and you put it through the filter. You talk to your coach, you run it by your, the folks in your mastermind and they say, this is really good. Holy crap. And, and you do some investigation. Everything is above boards. And maybe it is that thing that you should really do. If it's going to be done right and it's not going to hurt these other things, if I'm going to say yes to this, I think that thing I just started a couple of months ago, I'm going to put that on the back burner because if you start diluting the bandwidth that you have to do these big goals, the thing that's going to move your business forward, nothing is going to turn out properly. All right. So the reason I think the reason I think a lot of entrepreneurs fall for shiny objects in the first place is that they're looking for their game changer. We're all looking for the thing. I mean, I totally believe whether your business is product related or service related, we all build our business one customer at a time, sometimes multiple customers. If you do a webinar, you're out speaking. I don't mean, you know, just one literal customer at a time, but every successful business is built on the back of successful customer relationships. Whether you go from one to one or one to a hundred or a thousand, that's true, but it's so easy. You're looking for a game changer to kind of, kind of skip over all that work. It's just, you know, it's like going on a blind date and hoping that person wants to marry you so you can get all that, you know, year or two or three or five years worth of dating, get to know each other and meet the parents and good God, I got to wash my shirt and iron, you know, all that stuff. If I can get that all out of the way and just marry this person, start a family, you can't do that. It doesn't work that way in business either, right? So here's what I want you to consider. 
It's very possible that the game changer, this is a little bit of a little bit of uh, millionaire mindset again. It's very possible that the game changer you're seeking or hoping for is already what you're doing and in progress. I helped somebody once start a uh, start a new business. We created this killer brand. We wrote a book together with with Success Vantage Publishing. We did all these things. And about 10 or 11 months into this whole thing, which I thought was just starting to kind of rise up, it was going to blossom, they changed their mind and wanted to go in a different direction. I really, I really tried to impress upon them what a mistake that was, but ultimately it's their, it's their life, it's their business. And it proved to be a major slowdown and distraction. I kind of see that person still waffling a little bit. Not that I know everything about what's going on, but I'm telling you, the thing you're working on now, if it's right and it's getting ready to blossom, that may be the thing to put even more of your attention in, not looking for the game changer, all right? Not hooking up with that one new thing. Um, okay, so the final reminder, 15 minutes. Yes, I knew this would be a little bit shorter, but oh, so powerful, right? So the final reminder of my my three-step filter, if you consider yourself um, being inundated with, with shiny objects, and we're bouncing off the dock right now. I probably can't see it. <laughs> so one of the finals, the final reminder of the three steps. Number one, will this idea move me closer to the one, two or three goals that I'm already working on right now? Or is it going to prove to be a distraction? Number two, do I know and trust the person or the JV or this opportunity or this company that's offering this WizBank solution? Because again, nothing is ever as easy as promised. And, and, and if something goes wrong or haywire, even if it's not their fault, that stink is going to be on you. And number three, if I say yes to this shiny object, what am I prepared to say no to in order to make room for it and do it justice? That's the three-step filter for shiny object syndrome. I promise you it's going to help you tremendously. It has helped me because I, I, I get pitched almost weekly. Oh, do this. Hey, we can do that. Hey, Jim, I see you've been coaching a long time. I've got some I got some people that follow. Nah, not going to do it. Not going to do it. No, thank you. Because I don't know them. I, anyway, we're not going to start repeating myself. So next week, what I think I'm going to do, and again, I always uh, reserve the right to call an audible at the line of scrimmage, so to speak. I think I'm going to teach you a very cool strategy for closing more sales at higher prices. Believe it or not, most customers who say no you know, when you do a close or a trial close or whatever, most people, most customers that say no, don't do so because of price. Everybody thinks, oh my God, my price too high. It certainly doesn't mean that in my opinion, in most cases, it's not because you didn't share enough features and benefits. Most people say no because of the what if factor. It's the what if factor. And that means you didn't do a good enough job convincing them of how this is going to work well for them. So they say, well, what if it doesn't work? What if you don't deliver? What if this, what if that, what if I, you know, all the what ifs. So I'm going to show you a very cool strategy to help deal with the what if factor. It's going to actually help you close more. The other benefit of what I'm going to teach you is it will actually cut down on returns. If you have returns anyway, if I can help you, thanks for joining me today. If I can help you master your mindset and push to higher levels of success, reach out to me about coaching, about being a member of the Dream Business Mastermind, be an amazing, very, very good decision for you. That is dreambizcoaching.com. That is dreambizcoaching.com. Again, if you want to spend an entire day with me, followed by three months of intense coaching, check out the website, howtosellfromthestage.com. That whole program is done. It's amazing. I can totally help you 
you'll, you'll go see what's on the website. But if you say, no, Jim, I really want to do it with something else. And I'd rather compress all that coaching time into this four month period or approximate then um, then that would be the way to go. You can connect with me at getjimpalmer.com and remember, get a free digital version of all my books, all six of my books. Here's five of them. And there's one back there at uh, Amazon in Kindle, uh, Nookbook at Barnes and Noble and iBooks. And, but that's it until this time next week. Another fantastic training. This amazing strategy is going to help you close more deals. I am Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. Hope you have an awesome, profitable, and very enjoyable summer day. You guys take good care. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.